Hey, amigos. Hola, amigos. <laughs> it's me, Tommy. It's me, Zach. No Megan this week. Megan is unavailable, not feeling the greatest, so we brought our honorary amigo, Zach, back to help us again this week. Thanks for having me back, guys. I'm excited to be here once again. What is it, <laughs> three to four now? Uh, four. He just had so did, much fun. He's getting yeah, lost. I'm getting lost here, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yes, no, Zach, thank you for coming back and doing this for us again. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yes. Um, so since we have Zach as our guest again, we let him pick the movie. Zach, do you want to tell him what you picked? Yes. Uh, once again, a, a horror movie that kind of messed me up when I was a kid, but we I decided on Final Destination. Yes, yes. This movie, yeah. It, <laughs> There's just some things I don't even do, and it's because of this movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this one and the second one, for sure, are standouts that have like haunted me since oh, I've watched them. Can't drive by wood trucks nope, anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Final Destination is a 2000 American supernatural horror film. It was directed by James Wong, not to be confused by James Wan. I remember when I was reading through it fast, I was thinking that, but you know, he did the insidious so that see uh, i recognize the name and i knew his name was big i just couldn't picture where yeah. what movies he did so this is a different guy james wong um <laughs> uh also screenplay written by wong glenn morgan and jeffrey reddick it's based on a story that reddick had prepared and uh, it's obviously the first installment in the final destination film series and when i was kind of reading through i thought it was cool that this story was originally going to be a concept for an episode of the x-files oh that's neat yeah awesome. i could see i've never watched x-files but i know the basis of what it's about and i it, this seems like it would fit it's just a little before my time but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it was probably right around my time i just never had interest in it i guess um, do you want to give us a summary for it, Zach? I sure do. So we'll start off as Alex Browning. He is embarking on a trip to Paris. Alex experiences a premonition. He sees the plane explode moments after leaving the ground. Alex insists that everyone gets off the plane and seven people, including Alex, are forced to disembark. All watch as the plane actually explodes in a fireball. He and the other survivors have bri briefly cheated death but will not be able to evade their fate for very long. One by one, they fall victim to the Grim Reaper. Ugh. And I'll be out. So, you know, and one of the things I noticed in that part, it's just how fast it happens. Dude. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, oh, it's, it's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. That buildup, um, you know, it felt like uh, quite a bit longer when they were on the plane. But yeah. Then, yeah. I mean, uh, that would feel true to probably living it out. So, yeah. Uh, this movie had a budget of $23 million. That seems like a pretty pretty decent budget there. Box office return of one hundred twelve point nine million. And off the top of your head, when this movie come out, like uh, two thousand. Yep, exactly two thousand. Yep. Um, yeah, it was actually before, obviously, nine uh, eleven. Because I think had this movie came out after that, they noted that if somebody said something like that, like they would have stopped that flight. Like everyone would have had to have gotten off. <laughs> You know, so this movie only makes sense before 2001. I guess that does make sense. I yeah. mean, either way, if, that'd just be a scary thought. That, yeah, that's a, yeah, it's scary. Um, you want to give us a tagline since that's Megan's thing? And... Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> All right. All right. Most people have dreams, but for Alex, this is real. All right. <laughs> Make it a little dramatic. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, she'd appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Got some shoes to fill, huh, Megan? Yeah. <laughs> How's he doing? No. <laughs> Okay, so for cast, we have Devin Sawa as Alex Browning. 
I just noted that I recognized him from Idle Hands. I think this that movie came out before Final Destination. He was in Casper. And then a movie that nobody knows, but I used to love it, is Night of the Twisters. Yep, I do not know that. It either. was a TV movie, and I watched. I think I watched Night of the Twisters more than Twister. Also, oh, it's uh, actually about like tornadoes. Yeah, yeah, and it's stuff about like tornadoes. That. Yeah, all right, all yeah. right. I would always rent it at uh, Video Villager. Oh, good days. <laughs> oh yeah, they're the best. <laughs> so we have Allie Larder as Clear, which I'm glad I looked that up on on IMDb because I could have swore her name was Claire. Claire, yeah, it definitely sounded like the Claire. Movie. Yeah, I heard it once I because I looked it up before watching it, so knowing like to listen for it, I could hear it. But hmm. confusing though because she does play Claire, Redfield, and Resident Evil. And then, yeah, those are good movies. It's been a while (laughs) since I've watched those too. But, and then I know it's not horror, but I had to take note that she was in Varsity Blues. That's a big, big movie. Hey, fun fact, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, We have Kerr Smith as Carter. He was in uh, My Bloody Valentine 3D. And then for Zach, I had to write down that he was in a few episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, I love that. So thank you. Yeah, exactly. And then he was also in another movie that I don't think anybody knows about. Or I feel like nobody does, and it's called The Forsaken. It's a vampire movie. It's very under the radar and stuff. Maybe it's terrible. I haven't watched it since I was really young. But <laughs> we'll throw it in the same category as the other one. Yeah, I exactly. That one <laughs> okay, so we'll have a double feature of Night of the Twisters there and The go. Forsaken. There we go. <laughs> Midway outside, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have Kristen Cloak as Miss Luton. She was in the Black Christmas remake. We have, that one I have seen. They have you? Yes, I have. All right. I think Getting I've watched somewhere. it. But, yeah. <laughs> it but I don't remember. I, it I was younger when I watched it, but that's okay. Yeah. So we have Chad Danella as Todd. He was in Disturbing Behavior. And then also I made to write made sure to write it down for you. He was in Saw, the final chapter. <laughs> You're so nice. I know. I, I'm trying to think of <laughs> things that you would me, yeah, yeah, that you would know. Um, the most distracting person in this, as we kind of talked about oh. before is Sean William Scott as Billy. <laughs> no fault to him. It's I, just you hear his voice and you think Stifler. Yes, 100%. And that's yeah. exactly what I thought every time he made a joke, every yeah. time he talked, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> I think actually when I was like taking movie notes, I couldn't help it. I wrote, I was like, and then Stifler did this. Like it was just how I remembered it. I wonder if this was a movie after that he kind of got because on how big he got in american pie yeah it could have been yeah i'll have to look at i don't know when did american pie come I out thought the 90s probably i think like 98 something yeah. like that yeah either um, way it's so funny yeah exactly <laughs> oh and then he's in dude my car too i love that movie it's terrible but i love it just real quick i love the part where they're going back and forth with their tattoos yeah. he's like, what's mine say he's like dude, dude. Like, what about mine? mine? Sweet. Huh? <laughs> and they go back and forth. I love it. That's great. Oh. The continuum transfunctional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we have Amanda Detmer as Terry. I didn't recognize her really from anything else. Um, she was in a lot of random stuff, it seemed like, but nothing that stood out to me. And then, of course, I can't mention the cast without talking about Tony Todd. He <laughs> played Bloodsworth, the mortician, and... I think everyone knows him as Candyman. Yeah. If you don't, then why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) I will say one of the cool things that I was looking up to um, when I was looking up the cast. Yeah. It was, and we're going to go back to Marvel, of course, because it's me. Um, I guess two of the people that were in talk uh, for Alex and Clear was Kristen Dunst and Tobey Maguire. That's pretty cool. I I had no idea um, before this time around that that was that they were in consideration. 
Yeah. I was actually looking up just, you know, facts before I uh, stopped in and that thing that popped up and That's you know crazy. that caught my eye. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. You see Tobey Maguire, like, huh? Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that it was both of them and this would have been before Spider-Man. That's kind of, kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I don't really have anything else to get into. We have some facts, but we'll just kind of try to sprinkle them throughout as we go through. You want to just dive into the movie? All right. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. So I will say, dun, I guess dun. before we dive in, there you go. <laughs> um, I noted that in the final destination series, this one is the shortest opening disaster of the film series because the plane crash itself lasts like two minutes when the plane does blow like it's it blows up it blows up yeah nothing it's gone over. yeah it's... yeah <laughs> yeah because the other ones they definitely like build it up there's so many things that set in motion like in the highway scene you know of the second movie and then th- those i think this one and the second one are the only ones that like really stand out i know the third one was the roller coaster was the fourth one the nascar race or not the next yeah, couple. I don't, know. I don't they, know. They start they, to get a little wild, and yeah, no, one of them is. <laughs> yeah, one of them is, and one's a bridge, and that's my worst fear. But <laughs> they just go so back and forth with it. And yeah, I know. When I was younger, these movies actually, like I said, really kind of messed me up. So. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit harder to forget. Yep. So Alex is, you know, superstitious. You know, at the beginning of the movie, that he thinks he needs the tag uh, from the last trip his dad used because the plane landed safely. You know, mom thinks that's crazy. She tears it off as it opens. You kind of see like a bunch of different, I guess, maybe bad omens, like only because we know what happens, obviously. But I don't think you would really see it as that. Right. Before you just this, it's just trying yeah. to figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, they're laying down a lot of hints as to what's to come. So him and some of his classmates, they're traveling to Paris. Uh, the lady checking his bag, you know, notices his birthday is the same as his departure time. 925. He was born September 25th. You know, a bunch of just weird coincidences, I think, that are happening. And I, I, I don't know about you, but that would just make me happy. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. That's a little fun fact. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. No one would ever like, think about, oh, no, what, what's that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would take that as a good sign. Like, right, okay, yeah. here we go. <laughs> so, um, but he is starting to get all sorts of signs of danger. Somebody comes up and gives him a pamphlet, you know. And then even there's like that song playing in the background, in the bathroom, sorry. Um, he's just noticing a lot, taking in all the details. Um, I didn't write it down, but I thought it was funny. Like what his friend, like made him go to the bathroom, right? In case he I went to go hit down. on the girl. Did wrote you? that down too. He was like, yeah, let's go. And I was like, who does that? Who does that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Hey Tom, you need to go take a shit. Yeah. Want to go take a shit real quick yeah. in case there's some hot chicks? Like, <laughs> well, I don't know, but I'm glad you caught that too. I mean, maybe I need to add it to my to-do list. I don't know. but <laughs> So, um, you know, <laughs> His friend tells him he's being a crybaby. You know, it's a good sign um, because it would be messed up uh, for God to take down a plane. Sorry, I guess I jumped ahead. The baby was crying on the plane. And then and I'm not going to lie. Anytime I get on the plane, and I see a baby. I kind of think that, too. I'm like, OK, take a breather. Nothing's going to happen <laughs> with the baby on a plane. <laughs> um, there's also, you know, a handicap on the plane as well. A handicapped person. And then, you know, it just reiterates, it'd be a really messed up God to take this plane down. So just a bunch of stuff happening. The girls, those two hot girls that he had to take a shit before so he could impress them. They ask him to switch seats. And, you know, his friend Todd's, you know, like, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, like he's going to choke his neck out if he does. 
but he does. He, you know, he lets them sit with her, you know, so they can sit together. And then he goes up with his friend. What a gentleman. What a gentleman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, his little tray, you know, the little, I don't know what you call that, like a little. I think tray. Like a, a dinner tray. Yeah. Like, you know, put your little snacks and stuff on. It falls. He tries to latch it back, but the, the latch itself actually breaks off. And, you know, he's just really starting to panic, I think, now as the plane actually starts to take off. They hit some turbulence, kind of freaks everyone out, but it doesn't last very long. So they all calm down for a second. And then things get like really wild with the turbulence, the oxygen mass, you know, they drop. I would definitely panic at that point. I was going to say, have you ever been in that kind of a situation with turbulence? I personally haven't, but I've been in a spot where the uh, person didn't know how to land well. So we were like shaking all over when we landed and it sucked. So I can only imagine being up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Now I haven't had turbulence to this level. Nothing with the oxygen mask. If that happened, it'd be full on chaos. I'd be thinking this is the end. But I did meet Ashley and Shannon for my birthday in New York once because they had already they were already in Florida. So we had we just like met in New York. So I was by myself and I had my little water bottle sitting on my tray and we hit like quite a bit of turbulence where like the whole plane like did like a side shake so much so that it crushed my bottle of water. Like the pressure in the cabin kind of just was like, like it sucked it closed. I'm like, Ooh, that's a little scary, but, but then he got it. He got control of it really fast and it was smooth landing after that. But, that's probably you the scariest. Fly? I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. The worst landing would be Key West. They have a really short runway, and that was terrible. I he don't lit- know how pilots can do it. He literally had to warn us. He's like, this is one of the shortest runways in the world, so brace yourself. I'm like, oh, well, thanks, thanks for the heads thanks up. Thanks for that. Least. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can we land somewhere else? <laughs> exactly. But other than that, nothing too crazy. Knock on wood. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, you know, again, things are going crazy. Oxygen masks are down. And then part of the plane actually does explode. Um, it like rips art, rips apart part of the, the plane. Um, people are being sucked out. And then, you know, it doesn't last long, as Zach mentioned, you know, and the whole plane just kind of blows up. It does kind of stick on Alex's face for a little bit. Like you can see the flames just like tearing apart his face. And that was pretty brutal. That was that was rough. I just don't know how I could how I can manage with that. Yeah, no. Um, I will say one of the things that I did look up as well. Um, I guess that whole crash was actually loosely based on a real life crash back in 1996. Wow. It's called the TWA flight. Okay. Um, they even said some of the footage was used. Oh, that's right. I do remember them using some of the actual news footage. So I mean. I don't know if that was the best thing to use footage like that, but I mean, I guess it's a kind of a cool thought. But I was going to say, I feel like that's kind of a sensitive subject to use real a real trauma yeah. in place, you know, of this like movie. I, I don't I know. I mean, and let's be honest, it was only, you know, if it came out now, it was only four years after. Yeah. After that, it happened too soon. Yeah, that is too soon. Um, Where are we at here? OK, so he snaps out of it. And he's at the part, you know, where the girls are asking him to change the seats again. You know, he's obviously, you know, very uh, freaked out at this point. And he immediately runs to go check that tray, pulls on the little lever. And of course, it breaks again, freaks out. You know, he tells everybody that the plane's going to explode. He kind of gets into another uh, fight with another student. I think that's. uh, Oh, what's his character's name? Carter, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he gets in a fight with Carter. Yeah. Yeah. The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. guy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Carter and his girlfriend, you know, obviously, the, you know, they're all told to get off the plane. Billy, nobody could see where Billy was, you know, before. So he was getting on late. Um, but since that happened, you know, they were just shoving everybody out. So he got pushed out with the crowd. Oh, I thought I thought he said he got stuck in the bathroom. I think he was in the bathroom, but he was oh, starting to oh, get on the plane. Okay. I thought he meant in the bathroom on the plane. Oh, okay. no, no. And then, like, since he was coming in at the front, they were all pushing forward. And he, like, got mixed in the shuffle and had to go out. It's like everyone seems to be going to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, clear. She gets off right away. Um, she just must have a gut feeling, you know, that something isn't right. And then Todd, which is Alex's friend, you know, he gets off as well. And I forgot to mention that Todd has a brother, uh, you know, that's on this trip as well. And his brother tells him, you know, hey, go check on your friend. You know, we'll be fine. So, of course, the teachers get off, you know, to kind of see what's going on. And then this is when, you know, Alex and Carter, you know, they get into another fight. And, you know, sure enough, like Billy's looking out the window and he sees it explode. And then there's like, you know, that short little distance of time, you know, by by the time it gets to them and it just shatters the the windows. windows. Yep. That like, can you imagine how crazy that feeling would be to know that you were just on there? Yeah. And to come off. Yeah. I just I wouldn't want to know the feeling. No, 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 that's terrible. Absolutely. Yeah. So obviously the FBI step in. You know, they want to ask, you know, all of them some questions. Uh, they're asking Alex, you know, how we knew they were thinking he was taking some sort of drugs or hallucinogenics. You know, I mean, yeah, you you would be freaked out. Like, how did this kid, you know, predict this? Or, or you would think so he was up to something else, I think, too. You know, was he working with somebody to do something like that? Who knows? Right. And, you know, just kind of like you said in the beginning, the time change of like back then to now. If you oh, yeah. something like that now. Yeah. Oh, you're. You're you'd be done yeah, 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 yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a lot of them seem to be kind of having survivor guilt it looks like you know they're just kind of interviewing all of them seeing if they know anything and then everyone's families you know they do finally come they let them in but i noticed nobody came for clear i thought that was kind of kind of sad i guess so alex and his parents you know they do give her a ride home so billy is freaking out he's thinking he's gonna die at a young age and he just thinks that alex is a psychic uh the teacher doesn't want alex talking to her at all she's like you know you scare the hell out of me i think this is at the funeral scene now right for right for the ones that did pass. i don't know i don't know if you caught this one little thing but uh so you know how the two teachers got off the plane and yeah they said one of them has to be on because there's no teachers right i think in the funeral or somewhere in there they said there there was four teachers oh really yeah oh so wow. it kind of made like oh i think it was when they were talking about the news okay they said that there was four teachers on there but there one of those teachers. had to come back on there okay yeah, they made it seem like it was just the two of them because right. the two got off and the one guy got back. Yeah, on. exactly. Because she was like, you know, French more. Go back on, you know. Like, he, I mean, he was pretty fluent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he I was so. giving them lessons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, we're just here to go to Paris. Uh. <laughs> so um, Todd comes up to Alex. He's just kind of how explaining how he misses his friend, you know, but Todd's dad is still weird about the whole situation. That I know that would be an awkward situation, knowing that, you know, they were able to save one, but obviously his other son, you know, Todd's brother was still left on the plane. That's rough. Very much. But it's neither of their fault. So Todd clearly still wants to be friends. You know, he's talking to make making plans to go to a game with them. 
all kinds of stuff. And Clear walks up. She gives Alex a white rose. You know, she says because of him, she's still alive. Somebody snapped a picture of them. I thought that was kind of weird, almost like paparazzi type of thing. I mean, I guess it must have just been the newspaper or something, but very odd. Uh, it just still throws me off that her name's Clear. I know. I know. Trust I, me. Because I thought it was Claire, too. Yeah. So once you said it, I was like, really? Clear. Yeah. I, I watch it with subtitles on, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I must not be paying too much attention to those. That's hilarious. I only <laughs> noticed it from IMDb. So. <laughs> So after the funeral, you know, we see Todd at his house. He's in the bathroom. This is, you know, our first death scene outside of the plane. And the tension's building up out of everywhere. You know, like there's dangers, you know, that could happen basically anywhere in the room. They do a close up of him, you know, shaving himself. He, you know, cuts himself. And then there's water kind of leaking. There's like a liquid leaking from the toilet. It looks like it's actually like following him, like wherever he walks, like the the path is trying to get to him. And, you know, I just have a funny thing to say about that. So the other day I was at my house and I my basement's all the way, you know, on the other side of my house. Yeah. And so I walked through the back door and I heard water leaking from the other side of my house. Did you really? How would you not How hear you not the toilet that? right there? Yeah. I just don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> He was just uh, in another world, I guess, here. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah. Shaving must really distract you. <laughs> If not, it was the plucking the nose hairs with that crazy tool. <laughs> <laughs> so um, plugs in the radio even, you know, we're thinking, oh, is he going to get electrocuted? Uh, it doesn't happen, though. He unplugs it and walks away just as the water is about to get to his feet. And then it kind of flashes back to Alex in his room. And then it's a newspaper or something of some sort. It gets like shredded through a fan, you know, it sucks it up. And then a piece like actually falls on his lap that says Todd. Uh, I noted, too, that it was just T-O-D, 1-D. And his character's name is that way, too. And I was looking it up. That was intentional. Um, Todd's name is spelled with 1-D instead of traditional 2-Ds because in German, T-O-D, Todd, means death. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's neat. Yeah, it is kind of cool. I when they... for him, but <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. neat. All right. Yeah, this movie has a lot of details. I didn't write them all down, but there's just so much, like, foreshadowing that happens and you know they're they're really good at that so and back then with movies too that is kind of surprising yeah exactly it was just obviously hard to catch it the first time because there's so many things that could happen it's like oh that's how it's gonna oh oh (laughs) Oh, and then you know the little dramatic like moments they like put like the wind blowing yeah like trying to make a dramatic moment just like oh no (laughs) exactly so uh todd slips leaning over the tub and he falls onto this like wire and he falls with like so much force that it just like like quick wraps around his neck and it ends up, you know, it ends up strangling him, kills him. Alex does run to Todd's house, um, but obviously, you know, everyone who's there is even more suspicious of him now. Uh, you know, Todd's dad blames Alex for causing him so much guilt over his brother staying on the plane, but he kind of snaps back. You know, he's like, it was, it was you putting the pressure on him. Like he wouldn't have done this to himself. He wanted you know. He was making plans with me to go to the game, all that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, it's just crazy. I did read, too, that the original plan was to have death as a more obvious entity in the movie. But then, you know, because like you could see in Todd's death, there was kind of like that shadow kind of following through him. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
so you know they were going to have that like more prominent i think but then decided you know to kind of have them more look like accidents going forward but i mean you could still see it throughout but they still did a good job that would have been kind of a neat feature to have but i mean you still knew he was there so yeah exactly um again more foreshadowing on the plane when the girls asked him to switch seats you know and todd didn't want him to he like gave the gesture of like wringing his neck like oh i'll strangle you if you do that and it's like ah that's how he dies you know at first uh when todd you know right before he died what was he doing taking a shit (laughs) so i thought i honestly thought he was i thought he was gonna die doing that and it's just he's the one who tried talking to his friend to get him to come with them yeah yeah (laughs) This guy's really got some. Yeah, yeah, man, you need to get your bowels checked. Yeah. (laughs) Irritable bowel syndrome or something. I don't know. So um, I thought it was weird that Clear was at the house, too, for some reason. I don't know if I was just too into taking notes. I didn't notice why she was at Todd's house, like how she would have known. Right. But I don't know. Weird. (laughs) But um, they kind of get together, you know, and him and her and Alex, I should say. And they're doing some research. And this is when I noted, I love that Tony Todd was the mortician. He kind of has a cool speech, you know, he's explaining how they cheated death. And, you know, he kind of just ends the conversation with, you know, I'll see you soon. So as Alex and Clear, you know, they're kind of having a conversation now, uh, you know, and the remaining survivors, they all end up at the same place. You know, there's a lot building up. This was after, you know, they talked to the mortician. And then Carter comes out of nowhere and confronts Alex, you know, and his girlfriend, you know, trying to get him to stop. You know, she's not going to, you know, stand for this anymore. And then she actually goes to walk away and she tells Carter, you know, that he can drop dead. And then she steps into the street and a freaking bus just out of nowhere you could demolishes just, her. You could just feel something was happening. The screen oh, yeah. like was panning out. Yeah. You're like. Uh-oh, what's going to happen here? Something's going down. Yep. Uh, her blood splatters all over, you know, all of the survivors there. It's at it's least, a lot. At least we can think about it in this way. At least she didn't feel anything. It probably was just a, yeah, you know, just quick a quick one and, one and done kind of thing. <laughs> um, I don't think I wrote it down, but when I was doing research, I saw that that scene from the start of clear and alex talking to her getting hit by the bus it took three days just to like film that portion of the really? movie yeah i guess because of all that build- like there was a lot there was all the remaining survivors you know all kind of like circling around you know the teacher was coming out of the you know near them and imagine three Carter days and were the driving by part, though yeah three days yeah that's a lot well they get paid well enough right yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so um you know alex is just back at his house I, I think I noted too that they did that scene like they made the scene a little bit longer because in the like original screenings of it, people needed more time to like wind down from what they just saw. Yeah. And they, I actually saw that, too. And they said that's why they put the out like the seltzer thing in there. Yeah. Kind of try to melt people down from the last like a little see that too. A little soother. Like, I mean, it was back then, you know, you just yeah. you weren't expecting it. Yeah, no, exactly. I think people are like so desensitized now that if we see something like that, we're like, yeah, right. OK, cool. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, there's an explanation of, you know, how the plane exploded on the news. And they have like a little map of where it started and how it kind of spread throughout it. So then Alex actually maps out, you know, where everyone was sitting. And he this is when he notices that they are all dying in the order that they would have died on the plane. 
and you know, I just sometimes I pay attention to small detail, but there is a small detail. I don't know why I found it so funny, but in the flashback when they were in the plane, yeah. I don't know where this radio came from, but there's a radio like flying in the air and it smacks oh. someone right in the yeah. head. And it was so Somebody funny. gets pelted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Oh. I noticed that too. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh. oh, like that's the least of your worries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, um, you know, he's got this all mapped out and he knows that Mrs. Luton is next. So we see her. She's crying on the phone. You know, she's reliving that day. She's actually packing up. She's moving. She can't be anywhere near here. I think she's having guilt, you know, that she told that other teacher, you know, to get back on the plane. Plus, she's just scared of Alex. So speaking of, uh, she looks out her front yard, you know, saying that even that makes her feel nothing but fear. And then peeks behind the curtain and actually sees Alex. But we know he's just trying to check in on her. Um, but she obviously calls, you know, for the FBI agents. Um, I noticed that his name was Shrek. We all know what we're thinking. Agent Shrek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big green ogre and come take care of the problem. Exactly. Green donkey. <laughs> green donkey with you. Um, so they pull up and, you know, they see Alex, you know, he's checking the tires you know and i think he he truly is obviously making sure she's safe checking the pressure but they don't believe him you know they kind of take him in so uh mrs luton she just has so much stuff go wrong with her poor thing there's so much that builds up on her so she's pouring herself some vodka on ice the mug itself you know it cracks she doesn't notice it though so as she's walking through she's leaking alcohol everywhere don't even get me started. Uh, how would you not notice yeah, that? How would you not? <laughs> for I mean, for real on that one. Like you'd hear the drip at at the very minimum. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she leans over her computer. Even some of it drips on that, and you know you can kind of hear it. Like it drips down, you know, to its like motherboard, I guess, and you hear something's going on. And she kind of leans in to look at it. It explodes sends a shard of glass. I think it is into her neck must be from like the screen itself. Um, she pulls it out, but you know, she's bleeding everywhere. Now the, there's a fire going on obviously from the computer and it follows the trail of alcohol that she's created. She's trying to grab a rag. Um, Oh, cause she fell right. She tripped on her blood. Sorry. Yeah, yep. And then she's reaching up, trying to grab that rag, pulls it. It pulls down a block of knives that impale her. <laughs> She's just got mine, my friend. She got fucked. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. She got the bad end of this. Yeah, <laughs> long, drawn out. Um, Alex gets there, you know, trying to help her, but while he does, the stove explodes, and it pushes the, you know, knocks the chair down and pushes that knife even deeper into her. He instinctively, you know, grabs it. But then obviously this isn't good because now his fingerprints are going to be all over it, throws it. And then as he runs out, Billy is riding by on his bike and, you know, he kind of asks him what's going on. And then all of a sudden, you know, Mrs. Luton, her whole house just explodes. You ever it's... have a moment where you like kind of yell at your TV? Yeah. Don't touch the freaking yeah. knife. Oh, what yeah. are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Come on. That's just like horror rules. Number one. Like, yeah, exactly. Come on. So um, I don't know if you saw when you were doing any research, but they said the exterior of Mrs. Luton's house was built in five days. And, you know, parts of it was, was recorded in Vancouver and the residents there didn't want the filmmakers to blow it up because they thought it was a nice house. 
I did not see yeah, that. Yeah, I just thought that's funny. They built it for this movie, and they're like, oh, that's a nice house. Don't ruin it. So, but did they still, like, end <laughs> up blowing it they up? They still blew it oh, up. Oh, you, like, never, you yeah. never know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huh. <laughs> so, um, clear, you know, now she goes to Billy and Carter. She's trying to chalk them in, you know, to take her to Alex because the FBI, you know, they're watching her. They do eventually agree, and they all kind of meet up. And Billy and Carter want to know who's next. Carter, you know, I think he's sort of feeling kind of suicidal almost, or at least wanting to take control of his own destiny, basically. And because he assumes that he's next. So he just starts like speeding like crazy. He's blowing through stop signs and red lights, uh, takes his hand off the wheels even at, at one point. And during this, Alex is kind of getting visions of a train. I. I think it was number 747 was what he kind of could see on the train. And that I guess is the same type of plane that exploded in the movie. Really? Yeah. See again, more details that they're adding here. It's kind of crazy on how many like small details like that they put in there. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So, you know, clear she's trying to get Carter to stop. She tells him, you know, stop right now. He does. And they're on train tracks. How? How convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> was this another yell at your yeah, screen yeah, moment? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was more yell at the TV just, or just more like, like really cliche. Yeah. Come on. Come on. There's literally nothing but a dirt rope. Yeah. Stop. And then train yep. tracks. Train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Billy obviously is panicking. He's struggling to get the door open. Uh, they do eventually all get out except for Carter. You know, he thinks it's his time. Alex is finally able to reason with them, you know, and tells them, you know, that it's not his time. But of course, now the car won't start. Imagine that. Imagine that the car locks itself, which I kind of forget, you know, like watching these, that there is the supernatural element of basically of, of, it's more so like death, I guess, but that it's, you know, coming for them and stuff. Because otherwise I'm like, why is the why would the door lock itself? But death is still coming after them regardless. So, right. I mean, and even back then, nothing was, I mean, was he was driving a 19, like 69 car. So nothing's <laughs> electronical, you know? So you have to 71 Nova. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. close. close, close. So on there. Coda made sure he didn't watch it with me, but he peeked down. He's like, is that a Nova? <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. I'm yeah, sorry. exactly. He was more concerned about the car. Not, um, this is Luton's house. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously, you know, like I said, the car locked itself. Seatbelt is jammed. Alex does run to help him. And of course, they get out just in time. I don't know how that yeah, was so close. Yeah. Like usually, you know, like I get they always want to cut it close, but like it would literally I mean, it had even exploded. Like yeah. there would have been no way they got away that fast. But it's a movie. So yeah. we'll <laughs> give them the benefit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So obviously they were able to get away. It's like next time just. Don't be that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just don't just don't do that. So the train, obviously, you know, it tears the car apart. There's, you know, shrapnel everywhere. Billy is completely freaking out. He doesn't want to be around Carter. You know, he's telling him, you're next. Like, I don't want to be anywhere around you. Death is coming for you. And as he's given his whole speech, this is my favorite part of the movie, I think. A train, you know, the train catches like a piece of shrapnel with its little chain. And it like whips it up. And it just slices Billy's head right off, but not the whole head. It's like from his mouth up, like it looked like it went right literally center of his mouth 
and just chopped it off. That was and pretty. You know brutal. when the head fell off, the sand like encased it. Oh, yeah, it was, gross. it was gross. I don't know why it comes to my head, but at that picture from last time we did, Billy. <laughs> oh, hot chick. Oh, I, don't know, yeah, I don't know why that popped in my head but that's, that's amazing all I hear. <laughs> that's awesome oh. so yeah poor poor billy he's a goner now <laughs> stifler poor guy <laughs> poor guy <sighs> um so alex and or alex says that carter should have been next um this is when i think he figures out you know that since he saved him death jumped to the next person which would have been billy um i remember watching this for the first time and i did kind of think their rules were cool i liked that that they were being approached you know in the order that they would have died and since you intervened it's going to move on i don't know i think it's kind of a fun i don't know it's like i don't remember as much as i as i should have when i was younger but i think i remember it's just like is this guy going crazy? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just with all the stuff he's saying. I mean, even he had that one cop. He was like, man, I think for kind of a couple seconds, I believed him. Yeah. And he's just like, you know what? You give me the creeps. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. Yep. So Alex is now taking extreme measures. I think he actually goes to Clear's cabin, right? She lets him hide out there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, duct tape in the little corners. Yeah. 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 Duct taping oh like lamps to the wall so they won't fall <laughs> yeah. over. He's even got these like giant like what cut proof gloves that you'd expect like a welder to wear just to open a little oh. tin can. <laughs> and what did you, did you catch? What he was eating? It looked like spam. Yeah, I, I don't like. Did he think it was gonna be like poisoned or I, something? So he's just eating like that. It I was, have no it idea. Funny. It was yeah, but I mean, you know, I thought was funny is he took all that precaution like. I guess I would be more worried that that little For that metal piece little would light. go after your throat, not your yeah. hands. And he just threw it on the table. Yeah, like he just nothing. threw it like nothing. Yeah. Um, that's funny that you mentioned that, though. I think when I was reading, doing research, that it was like smashed banana is what they actually had him eating. But obviously, that's not what it was meant to be in the movie. But man must like his bananas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, again, he's like baby proof in the whole cabin. Um he's completely paranoid. You know, he's like talking to the air cause something does trip, you know, fall over and it almost like stabs him through the door. You know, there's like a little, yeah, the little saw thing. Saw something comes and through. Then he yeah. Grabs a little hook. He's like rusted. Uh, what tetanus. Tetanus. Got? Yeah. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He's lost. I now. mean, you gotta have a little bit of a big brain. If you're thinking you're defeating something that's, you know, killed for True. a lot of more than four, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, one more little fact that I took note of that that cabin that they're at is the same same cabin that you can see in the movie Lake Placid. Ah, yeah, I've never seen that. I did see, actually see that considering I've never seen it. I never wrote it down. I watched it probably when it came out, but haven't watched it since then. And it came out and I think 99 it said so I, I don't remember much of it. Maybe I'll give it a watch. Yeah. So Alex realizes now that clear is actually next. Because, which this seems like a little bit of a loophole to me, but he actually never switched seats with the girls from his vision. So he's he technically was still on the back of the plane. So now, obviously, he's, you know, freaking out. He knows that Clear's in danger. Runs to her house. He's being pursued by the FBI. You know, there's a storm happening. There's strong winds. It's causing all kinds of stuff to go wrong in Clear's backyard. Her dog's being a little dick and won't come to her. <laughs> like, 
Uh, one of these like giant branch, you know, pokes a hole in the pool. Well, and you know, water's and everywhere. After that, she has like trouble getting the dog off the leash, and I'm just thinking, yeah. what the, f- what kind of leash do you have on this yeah. dog that takes a minute to try to get off? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, Must just be panic, I guess. That's, I guess. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. So, um, like I said, a lot going on. The pool water's everywhere. There's a live electrical wire that's you know jumping around everywhere. She's climbing up the side of her house. I think in the meantime, too, what like a part of a tree actually falls on Alex and almost drowns him in a little yeah. puddle. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's able a... to get clear. Yeah. <laughs> what was that again? <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so um, you know, clear. She she's you know being she does make it up the side of her house and like jumps through a window. But I guess the best way to describe it is like electrical fires kind of keep chasing her throughout the house. And I did read, too, that the um, where the way the set was built, you know, so everything could shake like on the plane. Uh, that was the same technique they used for her house. So they just kind of built her room like the upstairs on it. So everything was like chaotic shake. and stuff. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Kind of cool. I wonder like, huh, I wonder how that works. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> should have looked more into that but <laughs> so uh she does make it to the garage and she just tries to ram her car through the garage door i get you're in a hurry but could you have at least like try to open the garage door? maybe she did and it wasn't I, working yeah, no she she oh she did okay 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 see i was you know looking down and trying to do notes at the same time is not good <laughs> this is why i have you I, here i agree i yeah. i kind of caught myself right i'm like oh, yeah what am i missing? Uh, what did I happen? <laughs> yeah. so um okay props to clear then she just goes for it <laughs> doesn't completely work you know kind of gets hooked up here and then um alex does show up like i said there's a lot going on it's hard to describe the whole scene but the live wires kind of you know on the the hood of her car he actually goes and grabs it so she's able to jump out of the car before it explodes kind of his way of cheating death again since he i guess he knows like clear should be next kind of makes him safe in a way he kind of jinxed uh, her though yeah because when she was in the car he's like you don't worry you're grounded by the yeah. tires you're yeah. good and then all of a sudden something like flew up under to make yeah. it blow up and like man it's gonna blow get out you. yeah yeah yeah, just you. <laughs> yeah exactly oh. um I won't say much to like spoil the future ones, I guess, but he definitely, I think all of the rest of them are completely safe right now because she should be next. I don't know if you remember, there's like a scene in one of the, I want to say it's like the fourth or fifth one. Ashley, me and Ashley made fun of it all the time, but (laughs) I do not know, but Hey, if you make fun of it, it makes it easier to remember. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, um, the car does eventually, you know, blow up. Uh, pushes you know Alex back obviously the screen just sort of fades to white we don't know exactly what happened and then it does you know come back in and you kind of see that you're on a walkway you know to a plane like you're going to be loading under the plane I didn't know if he was just getting another vision of what happened but then it actually says six months later so Alex Clear and Carter are all in Paris I think that seems way too soon to be yeah, taking a trip like that. Yeah, no kidding. Especially like, that. You just survived this traumatic experience, you know, like all of your friends died in a plane crash that you got a premonition to get off and you're going to get back on one in six months. Like, go somewhere with the car. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not a plane. I get not letting fear hold you back, but that that's that's quick. 
props to them. Yeah. Uh, we will give them props. Yeah. So they're all sitting together in Paris. You know, they're at this little cafe outside. And at the cafe, Alex is, you know, seeing these sort of bad omens again. You know, they're all around him. He thinks that death is still after them. Walking away, Alex, you know, he's about to get hit by a bus. And then, you know, Clear does, you know, we see that she has a vision. And she shouts, you know, to Alex and it saves him. However, that bus hits a traffic pole. You know, it's flying in the air. It finally hits this electrical sign. It says, I don't know exactly how to pronounce that. Cafe Lamero 81. It's like, where's the teacher when you need it? Yeah, exactly. I don't know French. I'm not going to even attempt it. Um, But it's the sign that's on top of the cafe. It comes crashing down, about to hit Alex. But Carter shows up just in time and saves him. You know, they're all thinking that death has been cheated again. And Carter, you know, asked Alex, you know, who's next? But right as he does that, the sign swings back down. You can see that it says 180 this time because it's backwards. So just like flight 180 and it hits Carter and then credits roll. You know, one part I didn't like at the at just the last part of that is just he yeah. was sitting there talking to them about how they might have to cheat it again. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it makes sense. So uh, the only one who didn't do it was clear because she was just sitting there. Right. Yeah. So I wish they would have gave like a little bit more on her because it was just the two guys that kind of had to fight it at the end and then it cut. Yeah. So did she just like lucky? I think because she was the last one that was saved. She was saved in the car. So then, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, I think she would be next and right. And uh, at least show it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. And I don't remember the other ones. Maybe they do later on. I was going to say, don't quote me on that because I'm not for sure. I (laughs) I think it comes up in the second one. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll have to go watch that. This makes me want to jump back in and watch the rest of them again, for sure. Uh, so I got a, actually a random question for you. Yeah, what do you got? Um, so out of all the killings and everything in the movie, was there one thing that you noticed that consistently happened throughout the kills? Because in this I, movie? Yes. In this one? Because there's something I caught, so I looked into it and I figured out what it was. Um, I guess the only thing that I really noticed was that shadow presence of like representing oh. death, the Grim Reaper type of thing. All right. He was there too. So okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. That's all that. I noticed. But what did you catch? A lot, so I caught two things. Okay. Music was always playing, and John Denver. John Denver always got brought up, and his music was always singing about the mountains, Colorado. So I looked it up, and it was, and he was an artist, and he apparently died in a car or a plane crash. Wow. Yeah. So I I thought that was kind of neat. You know, even at the end, he kind of looks back because. In Paris, the guy singing in French, John Denver. Okay, that's right. He looked back, and he's like. Uh-oh. So, Something's I th- going so at on. the end, I was like, huh. So I looked it up, and yeah. So just know that John never died in a plane crash. Wow. That's kind of a, yeah. Neat little tie. Neat. See, again, yeah, there are details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, so, you know, a lot of little things in this movie, but I mean, makes it even better to talk about. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so uh, before we talk about if we liked or okay. disliked it, I got, you know, just a couple hypotheticals for you. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? So obviously no one wants to die, but if you had to pick <laughs> one of their deaths, oh, to uh, if you want it easy, if you want it grueling, I don't care. Who would you want to be like? Which death would you pick? Out of these deaths that just happened? probably billy because a he didn't see it coming he was you know just freaking out like you don't want to be by and it was quick it was brutal for sure but 
in my head, I guess that, that, that at least he died fast. It was just a quick slice and done. Exactly. Like, I was going to say him or the girl that got hit by the bus, you know, it's yeah. just a one and done kind of yeah. thing. But so obviously we're probably in the same boat who yeah. wouldn't want to be then. Yeah. We're it's, it's definitely down between the teacher. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was going to say the teacher, like the, the teacher te- got messed up. Yeah. She got a lot, but even Todd's that was, that's a slow, a strangulation seems slow. And yeah, uh, I, and you know, I'm just basing it off of, you know, right there. Alex was right there. All he had to do was pull the knife out and, you know, know. death was just like, yeah 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 you know just hit it right on i was like yeah oh that's a death yeah that was bad yeah to get it through the neck and that and then the explode fire yeah yeah hers was the worst and just to know i mean you know there's some killings that i remember from other movies too those are on the good side of the brutal side yeah you know and it's weird to say that but yeah yeah it's really kind of like i know it's terrible to say but it's kind of fun to see like how many how, unique ways that they'll yeah. that they'll die going forward. You know, the one thing I'll you know like talk about like I did before was you know the two that are the two girls in the tanning salon and they yeah. get, like st- stuck and everything gets bolted up and I'm just like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, it's brutal. Yes, yeah. yes, they are. Yeah, yeah the, <laughs> the movie's definitely this one, and I think even the second one did a pretty good job of keeping a tight story. And then they do get a little ridiculous, just you know, trying to focusing on the unique deaths. But I, I still like these movies. I think they, you know, they're well, a bit corny, but and you know, it, this one probably is not as bad as other ones because I still go on planes. Like I'll still oh, fly. Yeah. yeah. Other ones, you know, when I drive behind things with a log, I'm like, I'm passing <laughs> you, or I'm getting yeah. a mile behind you. Whichever yeah. one, I don't know, but I'm doing it exactly. <laughs> yep, you got to get around that logging truck. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I wonder how much of a I should have looked it up and like saw if this like took travel down any when it came out of people like being paranoid about a plane i mean was like i said it never really like stopped me from doing one you know riding on a plane but i think it's in the back of everyone's mind you know (laughs) maybe i don't know because maybe uh, maybe you can look it up and let us know yeah yeah because that definitely would be it would be cool to know but it would you know it'd just be wow (laughs) i mean that'd be hard to kind of gauge the two because obviously the year following we all know what happens and that that was obviously pretty you know that was tragic and that's why they could kind of make that kind of a movie before that time but exactly so okay do we want to jump into ratings for the movie Unless you got something else to talk about. I don't think so. I think I covered most of the stuff I wanted to talk about, so I'll let you go first. Okay. I'll let you go first. We'll dive into ratings. All right. So I'm going to give this movie a 7 out of 10. I really like this one. It's definitely one that I will continue to rewatch. I've watched it a few times. It had been a while, though. So when you picked it, I was like, oh, I definitely need to revisit it. I literally just watched it last night and there was some stuff that I forgot about. Like I completely forgot about Todd's death. Obviously I knew he was going to die based on, you know, remembering who survived. Right. But I had no idea how he died. So that was kind of cool. And that he was the first one out of, you know, the ones that got off the plane. I kind of forgot that too. Um, but yeah, overall, I think I'd give it a seven. Um, it's always nice when you have that feeling when you haven't watched it in a while. It's almost like watching a brand new movie, yeah. but it's 20 years old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess that might be a little high of a rating, but I don't know. I, I, I like this movie. And like I said, it's one that sticks with you. Um, it does. It I does. Think, you know, you see a plane more. So the second one has that, you know, with the logging thing we've mentioned already, but these movies do something and they just kind of, they, they traumatize you. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> yeah. do. They definitely so do. That's what I'm going to land on. How All about right, you? Well, seven. Interesting. All right. 
Well, I'm going to say I'm right around you. I'm going to actually give it a six. Okay. Um, the reason why I give it a six is, you know, the reasons why I really do like it is almost like, you know, Saw, you know, it's always the first one. I really love the first, you know, movies and series. They kind of, you know, open it up for everything. Yeah. And just the nostalgia of going back like, oh, my God, I used to be kind of scared of this when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that those are the kind of things I really like about it. But in the same sense, I don't like watching people get brutally murdered yeah. over <laughs> some things. Indeed, like I said before, this is the one that's kind of on the good side of brutal murders you know as they kind of go farther and farther they get brutal i remember a girl who gets lasik surgery and you know she gets her eye burned out oh i just can't stand it that's so funny that you say that but then you love the saw franchise in this yeah franchise, yeah it's yeah, all about brutal i know murders. yeah it's weird yeah. i don't know but like i don't know i know it is back and forth but i don't know i guess there might be something i don't know maybe saw's more about I guess maybe it's more about the fact that there's just random things happening. At least yeah. in Saw, there's someone back doing it. So yeah. I, I don't know. But, you know, I'm going to stick with the solid six. Yeah, I think that's a good rating for it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll have maybe we'll do future ones and maybe a change. But until then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have to get Megan involved in some of the sequels here. Yeah, no, definitely. We'll see how she feels about the log truck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, well, I know when I told her we were doing this, that was what came to her mind. She's like, oh, the logging truck. And then as you mentioned, the tanning bed, I'm like, pretty sure that's the second one. I know the logging truck definitely the second one. Tanning bed, I'm not. How many are there now? There. Are there six? I think so. Yeah, I think there's six of them. So we'll say five to six murders in every one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. That's a oh. lot going on. That's what, they got to get real creative. Oh, and just some of the things <laughs> made me so mad. Oh, I mean, and like I said, we talked about basically all of them through the thing or through our uh, talk here, but Dakota, not... Dakota hates these movies. Really? So for, he, he count, considers them all like pointless deaths. And just how, you know, like you get so frustrated when they die. And it's almost like, ways. you know, typical scary movie, but yeah. it's all right. Uh, like uh, I've said it before. I always think like older movies have more of a, I don't know the word, but you know, nowadays it's awesome having all these Marvel movies, superhero oh, yeah. movies, everything like that. But I think some people forget that that's not what all makes a movie is just superhero movies. Right. So, and that's why I think it's so cooler to see some of these older movies kind of bring, get brought back up because yeah. It's not about superhero. Exactly. And that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Oh, oh, it's about death. There's, <laughs> there's more out there. Right, there is, <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, let, be honest with me. Have you really seen a lot of movies do that well that aren't superhero movies? Uh, besides, all, I mean, we just talked about Top Gun is one of the ones that have been good. But yeah, I haven't that, watched that yet. Jurassic Park's coming Jurassic up. Jurassic Park so will be doing be, good. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be another one. But, you know. Yeah. Just, no, I mean, yeah, superhero movies are definitely been dominating in the last, you know. I'm not taking away from them because they're great, but sometimes, you know, sometimes you want to go back to those, you know. And to be fair, it took a while to get to that because everyone didn't like, I guess one, I don't want to say treat them with respect, but almost like they're just like, oh, that's just a superhero movie, like blah, 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 you know. Well, and unless you're, you know, had a series already, if you want to watch a new superhero movie that just came out. You have to watch 25 other movies to know what's going on. Exactly. You know, if you watch just a random movie about this murder that gets off at the end, guess what? You're just two hours in. You know everything. Yeah, exactly. A hundred hours in. You know, I know (laughs) I I remember talking to you about going to that movie theater that showed all 22 movies. And it was from Tuesday morning all the way to Thursday night. That's insane. Nonstop. Yeah. Just to know that's all you needed to know for Endgame. Just to get to Endgame. Yeah. And then how many have come out since then even? Right. Exactly. And they're still coming out. They were talking about 10 years plus, but. Which we said, I don't know when or if it'll happen, but 
technically Multiverse of Madness is in that horror realm. Uh, yes, it is. So wink, wink. If you guys want Zach and I to cover it, you know, you can let me know. Uh, you know, <laughs> we'll wait till it's out. We won't give away any, yes. uh, you know, uh, teasers. Oh, yeah. But we won't say anything about you it. You just right you now. let us know and we'll we'll see what happens. It'll be on <laughs> Disney Plus this month, June 22nd. Yes. I think it said. And yeah. I will be watching it. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So let me know. If For, the think... <laughs> For the fourth time. For the fourth time. You can let me know if you want to hear Zach and myself cover that on Instagram at Amityville Amigos. You can email us at Amityville Amigos at Hotmail.com. I don't think we have anything else, do we, Zach? Unfortunately, we don't. But no. hey, we've had some, we've got a good hour talk in there. So yeah, we had exactly. Fun. Yeah. And again, appreciate you coming back. Of course. Of course. Yeah, it's always fun. Like a little special feature, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. All I appreciate right. you. See ya.